Good morning and welcome, Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll-free number 800-951-0592, the website at allamericangold.com. And yes, it is Friday. Man, it is <laughs> March Madness, man, crazy, crazy times we're living in, and uh, last night, Two number ones went off the board as Gonzaga and the University of Arizona, U of A. Uh, the, the two, I guess if, uh, you know, you are ranking them, Gonzaga was number one in the country. Arizona was number two in the country. They're both gone. Uh, the madness, uh, continues. I mean, we look at, uh, what's happening globally, what's happening, uh, with energy prices, what's happening with food prices. I mean, Crazy comment. You, you don't even know every day. You're like, what crazy things are they going to say today? Uh, yesterday, uh, Joe Biden, you know, again, you never know what he's going to say. Just blurt stuff out. Uh, let the whole world know. Yeah, yeah, there's going to, oh, food shortages are coming and it's the price we're all going to have to pay. And I'm joined uh, with my partner, Jason, up there in Colorado. Jason, I know this. Uh, I'm glad it's Friday. It, this March Madness, it wears on you. Super busy times, that's for sure, Joe. And there's uh, there's no shortage of weird stuff going on in the world. It's like uh, it's like you don't know what to believe or what not to believe because <laughs> there's so much being thrown at. Especially at the radio station area, you know, I wouldn't believe the kinds of stuff I have to look at every day. And and uh, yeah, you, the fact that gold and silver and inflation is going crazy is uh, makes it very busy. Yeah, it's a, a really interesting time, and, and almost every day, I'm like, I can't believe I'm saying this. Yesterday, if you missed the half-empty cup, Jason and I uh, were going over uh, the new ESG laws that are going to go into effect in December. Uh, for those of you, uh, we'll do a, a, a quick recap here. The SEC, they already voted to change these, and I, I said laws, I need to new rules because laws would imply that congress voted on this stuff they did not and of course a lot of people don't understand that uh when it comes to the sec uh but but new standards are coming for publicly traded companies uh it it passed three to one so there's four sec commissioners they voted uh right now all publicly traded companies can send comments about the new law. By the way, 510 pages requiring companies now to spend a whole bunch of money on what the, I'll call climate change initiatives. Things like, I mean, th- some of the idiocracy in the bill. Well, tell us how a hurricane would affect your business. Or, even a, an ice storm. I, I, again, I'm not making this up. You actually have to tell them, what is your plan in the event of a hurricane? Or what is your plan in the event of an ice storm? But it got so much deeper when you got really into the muck of it. They want the, vent, the these publicly traded companies, if they have a trucking company or independent truckers, as an example, ship their products. Right? Hey, well, when we, 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 we produce them here in our warehouse, we put them on pallets, and then we call the trucking company. Yeah, well, 
We want to know about them, right? What, what, what's, what's their ESG score? Do they have, uh, any electric trucks? Do they have any self-driving trucks? Uh, I mean, do, are, do, do they, are their truckers vaccinated? I mean, the, these implications, I, I, all of these small businesses, uh, you have no idea what's coming. These laws are going to, or these rules are going to go to, go into effect in December. And starting in fiscal year 2024, all the big cap stocks have to report all of this stuff. Uh, the smaller publicly traded companies will start in 2026. But Jason, this is going to be a huge small business killer. When does the government do anything that helps small business, Joe? I think this has been going on for years. This is just a bigger one, right? This, they're taking bigger steps. It used to be little steps, right? Little things to take away from the little guy. Now it seems like they're just taking bigger and bigger steps to eviscerate anybody that's business class or middle class. So, I, uh, yeah, Joe, it's uh, it's a big one. And I, why do I feel like yeah, there's a few and, more coming? And, and there's more on the way. Absolutely right. There, there, there's more on the way. Uh, uh, Black Rock's Larry Fink was out the other day, and he just said it so perfectly. Well, in order to get the get to where these governments wanted to go, as far as ESGs, you know, we're talking about uh, solar and wind and electric vehicles and all this stuff. We essentially had to get rid of Russia. You know, we just had to get rid of them. Because it finally is making energy so expensive that now transitioning to the ESGs uh, won't be that bad. Because the problem with the ESGs is everything was going to cost two and three times as much. Well, well, we we fixed that now. Now everything's going to already is going to cost two or three times as much. And uh, now we can move forward with our agenda. Well, when are they not moving forward with their agenda, Joe? I mean, uh, yeah, no, I, I get it. That's uh, it, it's very frustrating to to, to see that everybody's going to have an ESG score. It's going to tell them uh, that you're a good person or a bad person. And Joe, it, it sucks because just like with masks and vaccinations, how it divides families and friends, this ESG score, like I, I can't be involved with you, dude. You got a low ESG score. Your, your stink is going to rub off on me, right? Well, yeah. And now, hey, I can't associate with you because I'm going to lose business because you've got a bad score. It's a radio news hour. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, Joe and Jason, and and we'll do more uh, on the SEC. Uh, and the new ESG rules that are going to go into place. Like I said, this is done. The only thing that's happening now uh, is all publicly traded companies who, you know, let's face it, all their lawyers, right, got to read the 510 uh, pages, and they're going to they're gonna make comments, right? Obviously, they're going to say, hey, here's what I like, here's what I don't like, blah, blah, blah. Then the SEC will take all of these notes and then determine, okay, here's what the law, the rules are going to be. And then those rules will go into effect uh, in December of this year. But make no mistake about it. Social credit scores are coming. This is really, 
how it starts. This is like a business social credit score. Uh, and, and really, the main targets, really simple. Coal, oil, natural gas, right? All of these, uh, the, the, the things that make the economy go. And, and but you know what? It all, Jason, that's where it starts. Right, and then uh, then all of a sudden it it, it spreads, right? And, and the reporting requirements, and I mean, really, when you, I, I was looking at this 510 pages, my head was starting to hurt as I was reading it all. But this is going to force these companies. I mean, you're going to have to have a whole ESG division. Well, I'm the VP of ESG compliance, and and I, I've got my my staff here. And, and the added cost of all of these things, but the, the, the biggest part was the tentacles of it all. Where, hey, we're not just asking about your company. No, that, mm-mm. No, I mean, we, you gotta answer all these questions. Tell us how you get your energy. Right? What kind of energy do you use? Does your business use coal? Does your business use oil or natural gas? Because if so, that's a problem. And then you need to tell us how it is you're going to make up for being such a bad company for using these products. But it doesn't end there. It doesn't end there. We want to know about your suppliers. We want to know, matter of fact, any any of your vendors. We want to know how do they operate. You need to know. You need to know how they operate. Right, which again, think about a small business. Now what, you're gonna be on the phone night and day trying to prove that you're a, your, your, your social credit score is good enough, uh, for these companies to do business with you? Uh, it, it's absolute complete nonsense. And once again, uh, the, the minority, the, the, the social activists, Jason, seem like, uh, they've taken control of this whole thing. Right, Joe, and kind of like a credit score, it shouldn't be too difficult to manage. It's just basically uh, uh, kind of like an IQ test. Once you've got it, you know, then uh, you have to deal with your score. But I guess the, uh, the the part, the job you're talking about is, well, who gets to dictate how many points for this or how many points for that? That's going to be the job, right? You know, because that, that can just uh, wherever the wind blows. Well, and right? again, so yeah, and I'm glad you brought that up because I want people to understand based on these scores. The banks, pension funds, mutual funds are going to determine whether or not you're investment worthy. As an example, just, just the other day, the city of Chicago said that they will no longer allow their pension funds to invest in coal, oil, or natural gas. Think about it. Can't do it. We're borrowing you. And and this is what is happening. You want to know why crude oil is so expensive? Yeah, I know Russia, Ukraine. But you know, let, let's 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 stop kidding ourselves. Oil was eighty five to ninety dollars a barrel before Russia and Ukraine. And before Russia and Ukraine, I was telling you oil's going to hundred and twenty to hundred and fifty and maybe two hundred. 
and and it's because of things like Chicago. It's things like like J.P. Morgan in these banks. And, and again, and it doesn't. You think it ends there? You think it ends with coal and natural gas and oil? Uh uh-uh. uh How many how many gay people do you have? How many transgender people do you have? How many minority people do you have? I mean, right now we got a Supreme Court justice nominee who says, I, I can't define what a woman is. We, we can't define man. We can't define a woman. We can't define black, white, Asian, Hispanic. I, I mean, right? I, I, don't, I don't get it. This is the nonsense that's happening. But believe me, this is what's going to happen, Jason. Well, and the G on that score, the governance score, that could end up being the one that really bites people because that's the one where you get sick and tired of the system. You just start, you know, lash, you know, lashing out little things like you don't stop at the stoplight long enough. Well, your governance score comes down. You know, any kind of any kind of uh, defiance against the system, <laughs> and that third part of the score goes down, Joe, because you know people get frustrated, right? So they, you know, I'm not going to go to the corner. I'm going to jaywalk. Well, your, maybe your score goes down, just like your social credit score in China. You, you jaywalk, you get less. You throw your gum on the ground, or you, you litter. You know, if you smoke in a, in a non-designated area, all these things. Uh, if you're not a good citizen, and yeah, you're going to you're going to suffer for that, Joe. Yeah, and then the hard part's going to be there's going to be just businesses that are like, I can't afford that. Right? Uh, wait a minute. In order for me to ship your products, I've been shipping your products uh, for for years. But now you're telling me I have to have X amount of electric trucks or electric vehicles or, or hey, the fact that I use diesel in my vehicles to transport your stuff, I've now got to buy carbon tax credits or something that I can't afford to do that. And, and these, you're just going to be out of business. It's the worst legislation I've maybe ever seen. And again, like I said, guess what? None of this was voted on. This isn't in Congress. This is, I wish I could blame Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi and Chucky Schumer. Uh-uh. And if you read what the SEC said, oh, investors are demanding this. And they even said, we had 637 quote-unquote investors. Who happen, oh, by the way, they uh, have uh, $37 trillion under management. Oh, oh, you mean billionaires. Yeah, 637 of them. Yeah, well, they're telling us to do this. I can promise you right now, no working class person in America thinks this is a good idea. But yet, here we are, right, Jason? That's correct, Joe. It makes you want to go out and get some computer uh, big brain guy and uh, start, start coming up with our own algorithm and, and uh, score some of our uh, people that are uh, elected to office and uh, and the controllers, the, uh, the, the the Fed. You know, we, we, we need to get some scores on those guys, yeah, right? Where, where's Jay Powell's score? For for oh, there's no inflation. Oh, inflation's transitory. Where's that score? Yeah, your competence score for uh, for making yeah. decisions. Yeah. How about the fact that you're a complete idiot? <laughs> well, you know that. what happens when you're a complete idiot in government? You get elected president, and you 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 get a second term as head of the Fed. That's what happens. Yep. <laughs> exactly. How Jeff. about this? Consumer sentiment report was out today. This has always been one of these Wall Street favorites. I hate this thing because uh, the how they ask the questions 
uh, are deliberately are meant to make you sound more positive than you are. But neither here nor there. Uh, the reason why I'm bringing it up today, inflation expectations are at 40-year highs. But even worse, this and this part is because this report has been going on since the mid-40s. So think about it. since the start of World War II. So well, since the start of since we've entered World War II, this report has been conducted. One third of all people surveyed expected their overall financial position to worsen in the year ahead. So this isn't a, is it going to be worse five years from now, ten years? No, no. This is just short term. Hey. Between now and December, what do you think of your financial position? One-third of them expected their overall position to worsen. This is the highest recorded level in the survey ever. And that ought to tell you everything you need to know about what is hand, uh, happening here. And we talk about uh, one of the main things these consumers were mentioning is reduced living standards. And this is exactly what Jason and I have been telling you. This is where we're headed. This this is going to be a, 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 a country where you got a very few on top and a whole bunch of people on the bottom, Jason. And now all of a sudden, these this survey... This consumer survey is starting to reflect exactly that. And, of course, this is uh, the Michigan sentiment survey. It's been around forever. And now people are starting to realize that this is how bad inflation's really biting them. Hey, I got a, I got a raise. Heck, I got a big raise. I got 2 3 $4 more. And I'm going to be poorer. And Jason, I think this is this is this is what is coming. This is what we can expect uh, as inflation runs until the Fed breaks it, uh, and and then of course uh, the other side of it. Uh, I think this is we're going to see more people move out of the middle class and into the lower class. I think it's going to be two, three, four times worse than the financial crisis. I think you're correct, Joe. Yeah, I think you're correct. And, you know, how, how brilliant are these ESG scores? Because they really are just designed for people to just get after each other. You know, the people in high places, they're, they're not going to have a score. You know, what if Trump has a low score? Is that going to hurt him? I don't think so. But it's going to have us down here tearing each other apart because, oh, you got a low score, so I, I need to give it to the guy with the high score. So, yeah, you're right, Joe. This, this is just going to get worse and worse. Financially, we know things are getting bad. And I think when things get bad, here's what they have to come up with a score now, Joe, because the standard of living is dropping with this inflation and the end of this Ponzi scheme, the Federal Reserve System. Things are going to get really rough, and they need a way of controlling it. And with it. The, yeah, with, with the digital money, how much that you get, because I'm going to just tell you right now, you think a lot of people are reliant on the government now? Just wait. And that ESG score of yours is going to determine how much you get a month. Oh. Mm. I see you still got a gas car. Hmm. Well, that's uh, that's two hundred dollars a month less, right? Oh, I I, I see that uh, you you haven't put solar panels on your house. That's a that's a hundred and fifty dollar uh, a month deduction. 
you know, right, oh, you know what? I saw, I saw your, uh, your post there on, on Insta chat. Oh, that, that's, yeah, that, that's not acceptable. Yeah, that, that's another $50 deduction. I mean, this is what we can all look forward to. Yep. Joe, you, just since you've been talking, the Dow went negative and gold's pushing towards the positive, so. <laughs> yeah, gold, uh, <laughs> I didn't even look at it. Yeah, gold, 1960 and change, uh, right now, down, uh, down, I've got it down two bucks. Uh, uh, gold, or gold, silver, uh, is, is also on its way back, 2570. The Dow, wow, the Dow was up almost 300 points early this morning. Uh, down, down about 65 points. The NASDAQ, uh, down a couple hundred points. The 10 year note, uh, hit 2.5%, uh, today. And again, these, these interest rates, uh, pushing up mortgage rates. And, and again, we'll see, uh, what happens to the housing side of things. And, uh, Janet Yellen now. Ooh, here's a, this is an interesting, uh, headline coming out of Janet Yellen. This is, you know what? I'm going to share it with you next. Janet Yellen on Squawk Box this morning talking about China. I'll tell you what she said after this. 800-951-0592. Uh, before we get to Janet Yellen, uh, breaking news here. Uh, a massive fire. Uh, is engulfing a Saudi Aramco, which is Saudi Arabia's oil giant, uh, Saudi Aramco facility, uh, in, in Jeddah, uh, J-E-D-D-A-H. Uh, there was a, a reported missile strike, uh, from the, looks like obviously the war there, the Yemen war that's happening there. Boy. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing, uh, Twitter videos and things of that nature. Uh, this looks like a complex that has, and I can't even t- tell, but a large number of, of storage, uh, oil storage, uh, I don't know what to call them, those big tanks, right? The, those big circular tanks, uh, and, and, uh, it looks to be, and I'm just trying to count how many I can see in one of these pictures here. Uh, a couple of dozen of them maybe, uh, but there is a massive fire, uh, there right now, uh, re- a reported missile strike. Uh, and again, I, I don't want to oversell it. I, I don't know a lot of these. Uh, if it's just a, an oil storage facility, maybe not as bad, but if this is where they're producing oil and pumping it into these storage tanks. Jason, this could be a major problem. Well, the timing is pretty convenient on that one. <laughs> why couldn't the Yemenis, uh, the, the Houthis, why couldn't they have blown that thing up a year or two ago? No, it's it's happening right in the middle of the oil crisis, Joe. Very convenient. Why do I feel like this is Saudi Arabia saying, oh, it's not our fault, but you're going to get less oil? Why, why do I feel like they got tons of oil, Joe? That, why, they probably blew it up themselves. Well, that's what I think. <laughs> They blew it up themselves, Joe. And that's not our fault. It's our fault, but you're screwed, America. That's that's what I. Yeah, that's you know. What, what the, the, I will say this. Listen, and I don't want now. This part, I, I will not undersell you. The fact that Saudi Arabia and UAE are, for all practical purposes, turning their back on the United States. This is 
extremely da- of all of the thing that's happening with Russia Ukraine to me that's the biggest development the the second Saudi Arabia sells a barrel of oil in something other than dollars I promise you that is going to be the, the beginning of the end and what I mean by that, the dollar which has sit, sat on top for so long is going to be cut down a couple of pegs. You know how it is, right? Everybody likes it when the bully uh, gets knocked down, right? Yep. Get, get, you know, all of a sudden uh, one of these kids has enough and punches the bully in the face, right? Bloodies his nose and the bully goes home crying. It's it's like that, and I, and I hate to say we're a bully, but as all of us know, we got to accept it. Part of our role is, hey, we will punish you if you're doing things we don't like. We will punish you through finance, and that's that's what we have done. And I'm not justifying it, right? I'm not saying that it's right or it's wrong. I'm just saying that's a, as a matter of fact that that's what we do. And now, for the first time really ever since the dollars become the world reserve currency, we have countries now saying, mm, you know what, I may want to do something else here. And what that means is all of a sudden our debts become more important. And what I mean by that is where the dollar ends up. And this is why I'm telling you, we're in this horrible, and it is horrible, it's going to get worse, I'm telling you, horrible stagflationary cycle for however long it lasts until Jay Powell breaks it. And then we're going to have this, you know, uh, for lack of a better term, really, another depression is coming. But what's going to happen is the dollar is going to lose ground. And obviously we know China is going to gain it. Which means the, the dollar is going to weaken considerably. Uh, my guess is we're going to have to get used to a dollar that has, uh, that's going to lose 30 to 40%. Which means even during the, uh, this depressionary cycle, we are going to have inflation. Much higher than 2%. Now, is it going to be the 20% that I think we're going to have now? No. But I believe through this period where the digital currency comes into effect and all of those things, I would not be shocked. To have inflation running at four and five percent during a depression, Jason. Yeah, I, I would see. I, I think four to five percent inflation is, is their new target for the future. Whenever the so-called emergency subsides, what is that? Next year, two thousand twenty-four, whatever. We may be saddled with, with four to five percent inflation right. for the new norms. And I, and I can't get over that story you just read. That just uh, boggles my mind. I mean, the most important thing that Saudi Arabia has, besides, of course, your citizens, is their oil. And, and, and you know, in Yemen, they're starving to death, and, and they're economically destroyed. 
and you're saying that these guys snuck into your country somehow or were able to lob a missile and blow up one of the most important things, it'd be like us reading a story uh, saying that uh, Mexican terrorists just took Texas this morning. That's how impossible it would be, Joe. That's how impossible that is. I, I mean, people really go for this stuff. I just, no way did they get that that happened. They blew it up themselves, Joe. I'm, I'm convinced. I'm convinced this is, this is all politics. We'll blow up our own thing. We'll blame it on uh, Yemen. Because, by the way, we have a guilt trip because we're starving hundreds of thousands of kids to death. So this will this will make them look really bad and make and, and, right. make, and put the, pressure and on the America. Saudis are very angry with us because we won't provide them more weapons. Yep, right, because uh, that's what Saudi Arabia uh, wants us to do. But uh, man, things I are gonna, things to, are going to get bad, Joe. I mean, when stories like that come out, man, man, are things going to get ripped? They're they're trying to prepare us for some really bad stuff. That's for sure. Really bad. Yeah. Stuff. So. I want to get to Janet Yellen and her comments on Squawk Box. So she was on the Idiot Boxing, right, cheerleading stations. And they asked her if the United States should impose sanctions on China. I don't think that's necessary or appropriate, she said. And again, because I think Janet Yellen knows, I don't, China's too big to be sanctioned. But she didn't say it that way. She says senior officials are talking privately and quietly with China to make sure they understand our position. I think China understands our position about as well as you do. We are very concerned. Oh, we're coming up on the break. I want to finish with what she said. And then she also talked about digital currencies. That's coming up next. 800 um, I'm going to tell you, I will not be surprised uh, if we hit record highs next week again. Uh, things are really starting to pile up here. I know Wall Street wants to get out of this week. Uh, been a good week for gold, a uh, good week for oil. Uh, you know, both of them are are at, like, break even today. Uh, but, but it's been... A, a lot of things happening uh, from Nigeria yesterday saying they can't meet their production quota. People are stealing all their oil. A uh, little breaking news here. So Jeddah is, this is a port city. Uh, the facility that was hit is where they uh, store the oil before it gets loaded onto ships. So this is, uh, uh, at least anyway, sounds like it's an important area. Uh, they said that uh, other other missiles hit a power distribution center, causing a fire. Uh, and also the National Water Company uh, said they were also uh, hit by an attack. So this is uh, maybe a little bit bigger here uh, and something that we'll need to pay attention to. But so Janet Yellen's on the idiot box today saying, yeah, I don't know that it's necessary that we sanction China. But... Then she says, we would be very concerned if they were to supply weapons to China or try to evade the sanctions that we put in place on Russia's financial system and central bank. We don't see this happening at this point. That's what she said. Now, I don't know about the weapons part. Everything I've seen so far says that they haven't provided weapons, but who knows? I will guarantee you, 
China has circumvented the sanctions, and, and pretty much everybody knows it. But but again, uh, as long as uh, we're concerned, I think that's that that looks like to me anyway, Jason. We want to threaten China with sanctions, but if they don't provide weapons, then then we're not going to do it. That's kind of what I'm hearing. Yeah, it sounds like uh, a lot of what ifs there, Joe. <laughs> you trip over a couple of what ifs, and suddenly people are singing a different tune. So it's it's almost like, well, if China does this, then we'll do that. But if China does this, then we'll have to change what we're doing. I mean, is that kind of how it always works, anyways? It's almost kind of a lot of a lot about nothing. But uh, you know, obviously, if China keeps supporting Russia, then there's going to be more and more people wanting to do something to China. That's that's pretty much plain and simple, Joe. Yeah, that's how it's going to work. Uh, they talked about, is this the end of globalization? Really, when it's the end, it's not the end of globalization. It's the end of uh, Basel, what I'll call Basel II is over. That That's really uh, what it signifies. We're going to go to Basel III, uh, which is uh, the Chinese are going to rise to prominence. Uh, commodities, th- people that have things, is going to be very important. She agreed. I have to push back on that. We're deeply involved in the global economy because, you know, one world order is what they want. They asked about cryptocurrencies. Her answer was, I I am skeptical because I think that there are valid concerns around it. And again, remember, we're going to have our own, so you got to bad mouth the ones that aren't government-backed. She says, my concerns have to do with financial stability, consumer investor protection, and all the illicit transactions and other things. So there you have it, Jason. Yeah, it's interesting. They, uh, a new little piece of legislation came out about uh, Nicaragua, or no, El Salvador. El Salvador and Bitcoin, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. They, 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 again, now El Salvador, right? They were pegged to the dollar, and of course the dollars messing on them up. So, so they they actually spend to, dollars, Joe. That's that. There's a difference right. between other countries. They actually spend dollars. So, so since they've gone to a Bitcoin-based uh, economy, uh, you know, there's a bunch of nervous people in America as, as, as the whole world is watching to see what does a Bitcoin economy. You know, that's a dollar-based economy. What's going to happen there? So, so there's a. Uh, I'll, I'll cover it on Monday, I think. But I, I was watching some stuff on it yesterday. It's uh, the, the big beta test is right there in, in uh, El Salvador, Joe. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's a. That's probably exactly test is probably the right word. Uh, right now, uh, U.S. twenty-dollar gold pieces, twenty-three twenty-five today. Uh, gold's flat, uh, but again. Uh, supply and demand fundamentals. This is the last day, by the way. Uh, we're almost out of 10th ounce. We've had them on sale all week. 10th uh, ounce American gold eagles. These are the golden dimes. Uh, they're $255. They come in rolls of 50. If you buy 50 or more, we'll take them down to $250. Uh, so a roll of 10th ounce today. Twelve thousand five hundred dollars at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two, and just keep putting it away here. Uh, this is this is definitely 
the part where this stagflationary cycle, gold's going to do really well. But it's going to do even better when we go into that depressionary cycle, Jason. Yeah, uh, the, the more financial pressure is put on the, the, the citizens, especially of this country, the, the more gold will go up. I mean, I remember right before gold hit its all-time high in 2020, uh, in 2018, 2019, especially 2019, uh, gold was at record highs in every country in the world but America. So it just came up a little slower, but, uh, but Joe, it's, it's getting really financially uh, turbulent here in America, and it's not going to end. So this is when you see gold just trail upwards. And sometimes I think people that own gold want to see it go up faster, but it's, 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 it's trailing upward pretty nicely right now, Joe. Yeah, 800-951-0592, final segment of the week coming up. Don't touch that dial. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two twenty dollar gold man twenty dollar gold's been on a tear this week uh, twenty three twenty five on twenty dollar gold pieces today ten ounce gold eagles two hundred and fifty five dollars by fifty or more two hundred and fifty dollars oh and don't forget my kind CBD you know when I was on the pickleball courts last night uh, down I'm now down forty eight pounds. Uh, and I'm, I'm I'm looking svelte out there, but uh, my kind CBD, stop being in pain. Take yours today. By the way, ten percent off all CBD products. Everyone go to thirteen sixty khnc.com. Everything's ten percent off. Plus, uh, when you order, you get a free sample of their what's going to be their newest product, the the freeze dried gummy. Uh, which has a lot less sugar than the other ones. Uh, I had to try it. They're almost like like little Captain Crunches. And uh, I actually, the, when they first got to the office, I took one. It was the middle of the afternoon. I just wanted to try it. I, I started snoring logs right here in the office. So be careful if you're if you're looking to sleep. Uh, you're going to get a sample pack of the freeze-dried gummies as well as the 10% off. Uh, and, of course, it all goes to support the radio station as well. 1360 KHNC, hit the shopping cart button. Uh, Jason, any final t- thoughts? As, uh, here's the good part. Next week is the final week of March Madness, at least. <laughs> well, April might be worse. But April might be crazier, man. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if uh, China pulls any stunts uh, with Taiwan next month, right? I guess that's available. We'll, we'll be watching for that. Yeah, I, I, let's hope, boy. Uh, I don't want to say. I, why do you got to bring up bad stuff? It's Friday. It's the oh, weekend. Oh, man. I don't know. I, I, Come I, on, I, man. I, I'm, try, I'm trying to lift my, my spin. <laughs> I, still, I still got all that stuff in my brain. I'm trying to empty it out before Fake News Friday. I, sh- I should come in with more gotta, of a Fake News you, Friday. You got to flush it. You got to get it out there. <laughs> yeah, I got to get out. Oh, you know, I, Get all the bad juju out. Yeah, I, I'm not the one that said that China, if they're going to attack Taiwan, it's going to be April or October. I didn't realize this. I'm watching the thing, and it's a military expert on some show. He's like, well, if they're going to send some ships over there and take over it's going to be april or october because that's the best time to send ships when the waters are calm it's like oh okay well that's that's next month all right well let's let's see what happens right joe yeah it's uh it's been a crazy uh crazy month and, and unfortunately to jason's point i don't know that it gets any better in april or not uh but but i know i sure hope that it does uh and again uh we'll see what happens Next week, uh, it looks like uh, Joe Manchin 
is a yes to support uh, so the Supreme Court nominee, uh, Judge Jackson. Uh, looks like, boy, here we go. All eyes now on Kirsten Simina, uh, Cinema. It looks like this is going to be one of those uh, along party lines again, Jason. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, and, and that's that's... I guess the uh, the distraction always is is uh, hey you root for your team so that you don't you know you have a, you know you have, everyone has a sense of hope if you're a blue team or red team guy right if you have a Democrat you know if you're a Democrat if you're a Republican yeah you, you you got a team to root for right and that makes you feel better I think a lot, a lot of people gravitate towards that but me you know me Joe I just uh, blue team red team all one team you know well uh, Russia is now announcing starting March 28th so what is that Monday. Uh, they are going to start buying gold again. Uh, the price from March 28th to June uh, 30th of 2022, uh, the Russian Central Bank uh, says it's going to be adding once again to its gold holdings. Something's up, right? Get those commodities put away. 